three, two, one, go. Welcome back to Strange Range, episode 35. Oh my god. We Man. back, boy. That is insane. We 35. Back. 35. We are rolling. Y'all y'all better be excited about this, because we are fucking making shit happen. Yeah, content, boy. Content, content, content. And after this, I get to go to an x-ray to see if my kid still has pennies in his gut. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, <laughs> parenting little boys, I mean, like, we're putting up with what people who raise girls get later on i think we get it up front our girls eating pennies are like 14 uh, 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 uh i don't know about that but crazy shit i would say uh-huh, nonetheless yeah. we get it up front yeah and then they mellow out and yeah we that's just do, true you know we get the cool stuff. they just fuck off and they're not in the house most of the time yep yeah yep that's true that's a good point yeah so <laughs> the problem with that is so he ate pennies like several days ago and we had conversations with the pediatrician at that time like hey that thing doesn't come out by such and such a date, which is today. We only got about tree fitty out of him. Yeah. All right. There's a couple so, quarters in there still. Well, that's the problem. I don't know exactly. I'm pretty sure I'm, it, it was probably a penny. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Of course, we also don't know that this hasn't happened before, and he's just dealt with it. Uh, little <laughs> sidebar. I was just uh, watching something about somebody that fucking uh, had something like a stomach pain, and they figured it out. I was like, oh, you have like uh, diverticulitis or something, and there's a penny in there. And they're like, when'd you eat a penny? I'm like, I'm a grown man. Yeah. And it's just like, well, you've had that in there a long time. 1992. <laughs> Can you yeah, read the penny? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I guess people don't know sometimes. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You remember seeing those uh, like Ripley's stories back in the day on TV where it was like mm-hmm. uh, you chick's been eating her hair for like 20 years and she's got a fucking 20 year old hairball in her stomach and like gross shit like that. Fucking. Uh, uh, we're supposed like to let them die. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. uh, modern medicine has advanced beyond the point where the weak are dying off. So here uh, we are. <laughs> by the way, I, uh, same same thing. You remember how many people walk around like we need a plague? There's too many people. We got one. They're like save everyone, yeah. and I'm like everybody. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> why are we handing out masks to inmates? <laughs> we could. Yeah. Well, it's because they're making somebody some money. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're totally cool with electrocuting them. Yeah. <laughs> That also costs money. Oh, dude. So, yeah, I was holding off. Yeah, I might have broken my arm. <laughs> yeah. How you I'm, feeling, pal? Uh, so, it's been a rough week. Uh, been working my ass off, trying to get some overtime and stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I took a, a downward strike bone to bone on my forearm in class, man. And uh, felt the same way when you check a kick real hard and you feel like you broke your shin. Mm-hmm. You know you didn't. And it just hurt a bunch, you know. And you usually do that, that, that step back. So you're not getting punched. And then you're like, ah, 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 it'll dance around. You're like, all right, cool. I'm back in. And uh, we were going at it. And I felt that. I was like, nope, we're done. That's it. That's it. That's and he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nope, nope, we're good. You're not going to you're not gonna pressure me into keep going another round. I'm good for this. And then I was able to roll. I got, I got a, I had a sore neck. And luckily, like, that's like the one thing that my coach has also dealt with is having messed up neck. So he's like, all right, you still want that roll? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, I won't bend your neck up. And I was like, thanks. Thanks, pal. Yeah. So we rolled twice. And then I'm like, all right, cool. My arm still hurts, but it's fine. The next day I woke up and I'm like, dude, I've got this whole part of my arm was completely bruised. The underneath part of it, whether it drained blood down or I took another hit there. And then the top, uh, it's still a little bit swollen here. Not much, though. But uh, I got hit right here. On the yeah, bone. I can see that. You- so I came up like this, and he came straight down with a hammer fist, and our 
forearms connected. You got like chubby guy wrist going on. Yeah, right I now. got chub wrist. And use a skinny boy. And I'm a, I'm scones. Uh, <laughs> I'm absconding in the Mediterranean. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so making it through the work week, like even like, Anthony was like. Uh, and I'm like, man, I'm thinking about going to class and just like testing it out. I don't want to be a bitch. And he's like, yeah, don't do that. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't, I'm worried about hurting it, not being able to work. He's like, yeah, work comes first. He's like, it, it might be broken because of the way it is. Like everybody yeah. saw it. They're like, fuck, you know, so I made it through the whole week, but swing and hammer. I was in, I ended up going left handed. <laughs> you can tell it's broken by the way that it is. Yeah. <laughs> Even like Leon's like, yeah, man, I took a look at it. It don't look straight. <laughs> But uh, so it was just agony. I mean, I wrapped it. I was eating handfuls of ibuprofen. You know me. I don't eat pills. Mm-hmm. And I'm eating them by the handful. Like, I couldn't lift my... If I turn my, my palm up, I couldn't lift my staple gun. I mean... That's a problem. Yeah. That's it was a big problem. problem. And funny thing, right? So uh, Thursday hits. And I'm like, fuck, we got to work Friday. You know, an overtime day. And I'm just sitting there like pale and in pain. And I'm like, you can fucking do it though. Cause that's that stupid old school shit in us that our dads put mm-hmm. in us. It was like, you fucking got this though. Besides the fact that we just literally don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to do what you got to do. We got kids. Yeah. And, uh, but I talked to Preston and he was just like, Hey, I don't know, you know, kind of what's going on. We had a little side conversation and I'm cradling my arm. And I see him look down and he's like, dude, how bad is it? I'm like, man, I'm, I'm about a step from the hospital. Was and he there that night? He No, he wasn't there that night. Uh, but he was, he's seen it throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Cause like we had kind of gotten into a little, little pissing match at one point. Cause he was like, I need you to speed up. And I'm like, you're getting what you're fucking getting, dude. Like I can't give you more. Yeah. Go to someone else. I can't give you any more. And it wasn't until the next day where he saw it wrapped. And then like, we hadn't been talking, you know, like I said, we had a little, little spit match and he's like, what's wrong with your arm? And like, I took a second and I'm like, I took a strike to the bone, dude. And it might be broken. And he's like, why didn't you fucking tell me I'm getting on you and you're getting mad. And I don't know why. And he's like, I'm sorry that I tried to push you more. So it's the end of the week now. And like, I'm sitting there holding my arm while he's talking and he like looks at it and I show it to him and I'm like, it's dude, there's a good chance it's fucking broken. And then I don't know where Jay goes, come here. And I walk up and I'm like, fuck. And like, even Dylan said later on, he's like, I thought you were in trouble. And I'm like, yeah. As usual, yeah. but uh, no, he goes, dude, you don't have to fucking work tomorrow. And I'm like, what? And he goes, and like Jay did like pulls out his old dad card out of nowhere. And he's just like, you don't have to fucking work tomorrow. And I'm like, man, it, I, uh, and he's like, yeah, dude. And he points at my arm. He's like, you don't have to work tomorrow. But then he goes, I'm gonna need you next Friday. <laughs> Get that shit taken care of because I'm gonna need you. But yeah, he's like, he's like, it's it's totally okay. He's like, thank you for pushing through the week, you know. Uh, so. I have broken my left forearm twice. But the problem is, is I exploded it both. I mean, I, I, I right angled it once and I completely S-shaped it the other time. So that's a break break. Mm-hmm. But I've never had a fracture in my forearm. And so I, it, I think it's a fracture because I have full range of movement. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Yeah. But the moment I pick anything up, it feels like the bone's going to break. And then last night, like I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, I, I feel it and hear it. Like, when I move it, I'm like, fuck, capitis or crepitus, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. So crepitus or, or crepitus is a thing that happens because uh, I had it when I went in my wrist. You've probably had it before because you cut a tendon in your hand. Yeah. Uh, you go to move it. And you feel like, like a, it sounds like a creaking door. Like, watch. Let me see your thumb. It's starting again. Watch. So, no. no put your thumb on my thumb. Queer. <laughs> thought we were holding hands. Ooh, yeah. That, so that's just starting. Oh. By the end of the day, that's going to oh, be that's really loud. that's gnarly, bro. So that's that's crepitus, right? So what that, what that means is two things. That is either a damaged tendon rubbing against another tendon, or that is a tendon rubbing against a bone spur or a break. That's all that is. What if just... I can... No, I can't. No. But just anyway. friction. So it's one or the other. 
So I either have a damaged tendon. That's what I initially thought. Because you can see on this arm, that is where the tendon attaches the muscle to the bone. That's where that hit was on the other arm. So I'm like, oh, he just smacked a tendon super hard. Then after finally like taking the ibuprofen and like cl- pretty much clearing out the, the residual pain I was feeling, I'm just feeling like point pain. And I'm like, that's the fucking bone, dude. And so uh, it wasn't until like yesterday when I finally got a chance to rest it. And I woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's not as bad. But by the end of the day, it was just agony. I mean, it was I, I could hear it, hear it moving. So that's where I'm kind of at right now. I'm going to show up to class on Monday and, and try to do something. But I'm going to have to walk in and be like, call me a bitch if you want. Like, I'm not sparring with nobody. I'm not rolling with nobody. Like, I'll train. We'll go through. T- I'll just be a super technique guy for the next couple of weeks. And yeah. I'll, I'll master my basics, which is good anyway yeah. for, for anything. But, uh, yeah, I was not able to throw a cross whatsoever on Tuesday. I oh, could man. not make my arm make that movement. And then it's like, now it's like... You probably wouldn't have wanted to connect with it anyway. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm worried about. I I guarantee now I can shadow box for a little bit and and get the movement down before it gets too sore. Put on some Wu-Tang and shadow box in the corner. Dude, we've been rolling to Wu-Tang. Fuck yeah. Dude, I'm telling you right now. There's something about, dude, hey man, I'll spec to the Wu. Uh But uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I could dance with somebody. But if I even connect with a light cross, I'm worried what's going to happen when it pushes back on that bone. Did that hurt? A little bit. Yeah. So you've been cranking it with your left hand? Uh, no, 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 no. Just like powering through it, huh? There's something about the pain aspect. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's exciting. It's spicy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much been going on, just dealing with that. And it's, it's, I've had a lot of injuries over the years I can deal with. And it's just like, most of the time, it's like that old saying, are you injured? Are you hurt? Mm. And a lot of the time, you're just hurt. Shit hurts. It's hard to do shit. This is the first time in a while where it's like, ah, it's a fucking injury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that sucks. But it is what it is. I'm still doing shit and still getting shit done. But something always slows you down. Mm-hmm. When you start, when you start getting to, you're you got a busy schedule right now. That's oh, inevitable. Dude. Every time that your schedule gets packed out, something is going to happen to slow your ass down. This is the other thing too. So, pretty much something happened at work. A boss's boss moved a order of trusses down the road, and then found out instantly can't fucking do that. But we had already packed the rest of the week of what we were building on. So we got pulled into this office and he's just like, listen, I fucked up. And I instantly thought like, he's taking our raises back. Yeah. And uh, cause I was just, I was looking around and I'm waiting for that people are going to walk out. Yeah. And then he's like, he said what he did. And it's like, oh shit. If he's down, you know, if he came all the way down here to tell us that it's bad. Yeah. And he's like, I need you to work this weekend. So it's like. I did the calculations. He was like, I'm going to give you double time and a half. You'll do it. And I looked at him and like, I made him repeat every little part of that deal yeah. in front of everyone. And he was like, yes, Brett. Yes, Brett. But it's like, no, I need you to say it in front of everyone. So there's, there's no question if this yeah. does, you know, but, uh, so then I did the math in my head and I'm like, fuck dude, that's like an extra $900. You gotta you know? do it. And then I got scared in the last year and a half. To two years, every time we got a bonus at work, something happens and that money goes right to the thing that happened. So you remember Christmas bonus last uh-huh. last December, right? Yep. I waited all year for it. The uh, the day before I got my Christmas bonus, I wrecked my truck. Mm-hmm. It took yep. all that money and then some to go back into my truck. Uh, the one before that was, uh, remember the COVID deal? Yeah. So uh, our boss is, uh, well, my boss, one of them. Uh, it's not a big believer in COVID. <laughs> not at all. So uh, all of us worked through it. In fact, I mean, Chase knows me and him both got COVID. We're pretty sure, at least at work. Um, I mean, at one point. Like OG COVID. Oh, January 2020 COVID. I mean, we're talking like that fake back COVID. Yeah. Like, like fucking. Yeah, we were still, that was still a bat bite, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, if you remember, I got so sick. Uh, the only way I could describe it was, is my lungs were in neutral. I'm breathing full breaths, but no oxygen is making it to my blood. 
And uh, I was on the table and I started passing out. I do remember that because we were on the opposite side of where you normally work. Mm -hmm. And that was, we were also like at the peak of drinking a lot of bang when it was brand new. (laughs) And so no one was sure if like, maybe he's having a heart attack. We were on three bangs a day. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, That'll kill you. Yeah. But uh, so we thought it was just a caffeine thing. And then I started passing out on the table and I I pretty much like half started to fall, half had, you know, big guy over here grab me and was like, you're going to sit the fuck down, dude. And he sat me down in a stack of wood and I just, sat there trying to not pass out but uh so we ended up getting uh all of us that worked through covid and didn't hit um the unemployment got a bonus for Mm -hmm. doing it and when that happened i wrecked my truck again i wrecked my truck first time when those tourists locked up in the rain in front of me so as soon as they're like nine hundred dollars i'm gonna work my ass off and something's gonna happen and no shit i took that strike to the arm Uh so I just went and spent the money on stuff I said I was going to spend it on before I had a chance. Yeah. Because <laughs> the thing is, man, is like I don't have health care. And everybody's like, what? And I'm like, no, I have vision and dental. But then I have VA. The problem is, is the way people tell you, like, don't go to the hospital unless it's life, limb, or eyesight. Don't go to the VA unless it's life, limb, or eyesight and have a backup plan. Because for one, like, I've been turned away with a gaping hole in my arm before with exposed tendons and shit, like, at the door, like, let me in. They're like, we're getting ready to close. They're like, get out of here. And I pulled the bandage down and I showed the inside of my arm, exposed muscle, torn veins, like, tendons. And the guy goes, cool, fuck off. We're getting ready to close. And I had to drive myself to a civilian hospital across town. So every time I get ready to go Listen, in man, there, I told you the ice cream machine is broken. I know. Dude, <laughs> fuck. So like, I got that on my head where it's like, I could go, I could wait, wait, wait and go into the VA and then literally them do nothing. Cause they've, they've told me before, like, yeah, I see it. <laughs> I just looked up at Brett's light and there's a uh, Nerf dart in the chandelier. Boy, dad. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, I mean like they could it'd be like, oh, we don't have your stuff on file. You don't oh, have yeah. healthcare. And then I have to prove it and all this. So it's like. Going through the stress of that. And then I've had my arm, you want to say surgically broken in a hospital, but there's no surgery. Uh, I had my dad. We had a professional do it. (laughs) No, uh, a doctor and my dad. Well, half, half, semi professional. The the first time, I think it was the first time I broke my arm, I I exploded my my radius. It was like a one inch section that was shattered. And then I, I was young enough, I green sticked my ulna. So it splintered and was bent. And so, like, I'm in the hospital at a small town, so I'm in there for, like, seven hours waiting for the only doctor that could do it to finish playing golf. Comes in, and my dad was training to be a, a first responder at work at the woodmill, and doctor found out about it, and they, my dad kept going, like, if they ask you how much it hurts, you say 10 every time. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Get them pills. Oh, dude, I'm like, they're giving me liquid morphine shots uh, in, a, in a button. And I remember them having the conversation when he finally got there. I am fucking, like nine years old eight years old distraught on morphine and uh them going like listen uh you're a first responder right and he's like yeah i'm trying to get like another uh, another cert and all that stuff he's like cool we got to break his arm and my dad's like well it is broken and he goes yeah we got to break that green stick we got to break it better mm-hmm, we got to better break it more better uh and so i remember them talking about it and my dad was like yeah sure no problem i'll help you and uh, they grabbed my arm. Sound a little too excited. Uh, that's my dad. <laughs> and uh, I've wanted to do this for years. <laughs> a little fucker. Uh, but I remember when they grabbed my arm, it was the only time in my life that anyone's ever touched me like I wasn't a human. The way their arms felt when they grabbed my arm, it was the way I grab a two by four. Yeah. And I instantly got super scared. And then I remember falling, falling, falling into darkness, just which is me passing out on morphine. 
And I remember seeing the light way, to, way, way above me, and it was all darkness, and I'm falling away. And out of nowhere, I heard a snap. This boy left his body. Yeah, I, I, I went into the fucking what was that the what, what's the astral realm, dude? Yeah, and uh, it's funny because like it wasn't until a couple years ago I talked to my dad about it for the first time, and uh, he was like, "Oh, that's not what happened." And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, you passed out. We grabbed your arm, two of us, uh, two hands on the lower part, two hands on the top, and we broke your arm, and you sat straight up, screamed, and passed right back out. (laughs) Check it out. They gave me so much morphine. So, mind you, they still have to do a bunch of shit to my arm. They got to cast it. We got to wait, sign papers. My dad's got to find a way to get out of paying for it. Like, all that shit, Uh right? I woke up in my uncle's house. I woke up in his living room on a makeshift bed because my dad decided, well, I mean, we're not going to fix him anymore. Let's go have beers. I woke up on a small bed in Fair. my uncle's living room. They were drinking beers around me as I'm passed out on this kid. At they were watching you. Yeah. You know, keep an eye on him. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty good. That's how much, <laughs> dude, that's like 1998. That's how much more. Yeah, for they 90s parenting, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I'm to the point now where if it is broken and they can fix it, they're going to have to break it again. And I'm like, you can kiss my ass on that. that can I do it? Uh, no. Fuck. I also though was I, I plan it out right. So like, if I do get a cast, we're cutting it off. Yeah, and then we're gonna make cross cast and like a strange range plaque or something. Fuck, I think I threw mine away. You piece of shit. Yeah, that's weird. By the way, weird because you kept it in your locker for like six yeah. months, and then and you I, made fun of me and I threw it away. Well, because I'd go in there every once in a while and smell it. Like, <laughs> like you just take it out and sniff it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, that makes sense. It's like when you itch your nuts, you're not not gonna smell it's, your. And it kind of smells like nuts. Yeah, so it that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're they're killed like fifteen minutes. Damn, about that would have been that would have been cool though. Cause you could have got a purple one because I had a green one. Mm-hmm. Damn, we fucked up. Yeah. We fucked up. Then I was like, do I get people to sign it? Do I not get people to sign it? You know, I feel. Like, did, what did I have? I've had something stupid on mine. I think I had a lot of stupid shit <laughs> you. on mine. <laughs> cool cast. Attached to a stupid fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, I can't remember, man. Can't remember. I know Lee drew some. Oh, he. Uh, I had. I eat ass in giant letters across all the way oh, across right. it. He do. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> oh man, I love. We live in a world. We just admit to everything now. I left it there because I ain't a liar. I don't eat all ass. <laughs> uh, I'll know directly the first time it's 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 from the back whether or not that that yeah. thing's. There there is a level of butthole prettiness. Yeah, and I don't care what anybody says, but at least. When it comes to girls, uh, there is butthole prettiness. Mm -hmm. I've seen some pretty buttholes. I'm probably more critical of buttholes than pussies. When I was younger... Uh, wasn't wasn't about the butthole, mm-hmm. and so I was critical about mm-hmm. vaginas. No, I'm not. Like, yeah, yeah, I, now, I like them all. Ah, dude, I'm a big fan. Yeah, of them. yeah. Uh, big fan. Any of you ladies out there that's worried about any of that stuff? At least with guys like us, strange range don't care. Yeah, and actually, if you, <laughs> I listened to uh, Whiskey Ginger had Nikki Glazer on mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. weeks ago, that was a good episode. Go back and listen to that one. If you have if you have a uh, pussy complex, go listen to that episode. It probably will help. I don't have a pussy. I don't know if it helps. Sounds but weird. It probably does. She's came a long way too. Mm-hmm. I've actually listened to her bring that up on other podcasts like a year or two ago. That girl was fucked up over that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, dude. Who at this point in my life, who gives a shit? Like the moment they see it, I'm like, let's see mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we are. We crossed that bridge. Yeah. If <laughs> you you didn't leave, yep. so <laughs> we're good then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude. you like them tiny. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, besides that, like I just kind of took a took a mental health break from everybody. Mm. Uh, my brain works like a carburetor. Like you dial that thing in perfect, you're doing good for a while, then you just don't realize that those dials are slowly working the way out of out until out of nowhere you can't start your truck. Yep. And then I have to stop and then turn them dials all the way back to zero 
and then reconfigure that thing. And like, I let some people know, I was like, Hey, look, like the people that text me the most, I was pretty much like, I'm going to check out for a while. What's going on? I'm like, no, we're good. We're good. I just need to do this. I need to, uh, I'm, I've, I've dealt with me long enough now that I kind of, and plus chase chase knows I'm fucking weird, Mm. but I've found things that make me happy. And like, I was working too much. I was, I, because of that, I wasn't able to roll or work out. That's where I get my endorphins from. And then that leads to more drinking and then I'm not cleaning my house. And then you wake up one morning, you're like, God damn it. I got to reset again. And I swear to God, there was like a couple people that were like, of course, take care of you. You're a good person. Less than 24 hours later, like, you're not fucking talking to me. Yeah. And then now it's been like a week. You're like, oh, people will make everything about themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's why, and this is probably not advice that a therapist would give you, no. but it helps to have friends that have the similar types of mental illnesses. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I regularly check out, and I don't tell anybody, mm-hmm. but like, if I haven't talked to Brett in a week, I'm like, well, I'll see him this weekend. Yep. Fuck it. Yep. <laughs> oh, I totally get it. There's been, this is, a, it's funny about like how alike me and Chase are when it comes to stuff like that, because we will either like download what's going on with each other into each other and like we both listen or it'll go a long time without either one of us talking about how we feel and then it's like two in the morning around a fire drinking beers and then one of us will say something the other one's like dude i've always felt that way yeah and then it's just like quick knuckle bump yeah <laughs> and then it's like all right man let's go shoot trees or something yep <laughs> or kick them or whatever you know man shit mm-hmm. but yeah no, bro i got better. a carhartt jacket bro oh carhartt what carharts are off right now dude we're all in high i know they, yeah but like you know i worked really hard and it was the end of the season right <laughs> but the boss called me in bro and he's like listen man i just want to give you some gear and he gave me a carhartt jacket bro okay, hold on are we are we like are we riffing right now Do no you this really happened really yeah but it was, and it's because it's a jacket that I mm-hmm. wanted anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a zip up, it's mm-hmm. a rain defender, and it has like the the black uh, thermal liner in it. You know, Ooh, it's kind of a little bit yeah, rough, but yeah. that's my favorite one. The, uh, the old school dad sweatshirt. Yeah, every dad had a sweatshirt that had usually the white liner. This one, uh, long john material, the old school long no, john. No, it's like it's like more. It's a little more um, dense and felty. <sighs> no, it's it's more like uh, fuck. I don't even know. Like it's almost oh, like wait, burlap. This is how. Sort this is of. how stupid blue collar yeah. we are we're literally breaking yeah. down quality types, of work jacket types of carhartt liners no it's more like black burlap almost but not like not like that smell okay. you know it's a little bit itchy until little, you wash little, it a couple times jute yeah kind okay. of yeah, yeah, yeah but anyway it's the one i like and i used to have like a regular canvas jacket with that liner mm-hmm. so i was stoked about it and it's a zip up because we kept getting uh fucking pullover hoodies at wbc mm-hmm. which is fine those yeah. are cool too but i was stoked about it but at the same time i'm like man it's like just about warm season, so I'm gonna get as much wear out of that bitch as I can. Hell yeah, <laughs> it's fucking sick, dude. Speaking of which, I know I keep also, talking about it, it. the oh, logo is like this big and it's black on a gray sweatshirt, so you can barely see it instead of looking like a fucking NASCAR jacket every time you get one. Oh, dude, the, yeah. the new Carhartt long sleeves. I think you've got one. I haven't bought one in a while because they say fucking Carhartt all the mm. way down the sleeve, and it's mm. like, I mean, I like Carhartt, but mm. it's like, yeah, I don't like the whole fucking NASCAR looking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, now we, we talked about a bunch like. <laughs> It's for some reason, every time we do a podcast is the only day of the week the sun stays out. And then literally this morning, like I wake up, Jack, <laughs> I fell asleep on the couch last night, woke up at like five in the morning, was like, I'm going to stay here. Uh-huh. And I literally hear like at about seven, like, it's always him running to my room and hear him go like, huh? Yep. And then out of nowhere, like, 
these little slappy feet coming down the hall, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I just lift my blanket up, and he just like comes over, balls up, falls yep. asleep. So we did like three more hours on the couch, and That's then like the move. we get up, and I'm like, "Come with me." And he's like, "What?" Like, We're going outside, weather check. We walk outside. My hair's all stood up. We're in like PJs, and then within. This is how much like I'm in my own lane and just like my neighbors either think I'm cool or crazy. Yeah. Because I just don't pay attention to people anymore. Me and my five year old are legit sparring in the front yard at like <laughs> nine in the morning in the sun, just going at it. Single legs me and then and then actually goes for the uh, the double, grabs my other leg, takes me down, passes my guard. We're up there. I'm throwing leg kicks and stuff, and we're like punching <laughs> each other. It was a good morning, dude. Like, cops show up. It was crazy. Cops show up. Jack kicks the shit out of the cops. <laughs> but no, it's like. It's just we go so long without sunlight, and mm-hmm. then we get these huge bursts, and man, it you can just feel it energize your body. Yep. It is so nice right now. And just knowing, because like, I'm maybe a little bit in the outlier in, in the way that I, I enjoy when winter comes around. Oh, I do and too. Because I, I, I kind of like it when it's, I mean, there's there's a time and place for both mm-hmm. sides of things, right? But I kind of enjoy the, the dark. Mm-hmm. I am darkness. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of enjoy it. Like I like. I, I don't, am Ripper. I am Shredder. <laughs> what, what's prefer, that reference? Huh? huh? You didn't catch that reference? No. Okay, okay. Beowulf reference. I oh, know. that's a. It's been a while since I've seen Beowulf. That's your people's yeah. story. Well, kind of. <laughs> okay, all right. Kind, kind of. of for another podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I like driving to work. Driving to work in the dark. There's mm-hmm. something about that. It's like I get to relax until I get there. And then it becomes light. You also know? here, I like winter for that. empty roads. Yeah. Empty fucking roads. Yeah. Dude. Because when I was younger, I thought that I just preferred nighttime. Mm-hmm. Turns out I prefer early, early morning. Yep. Because everybody's at home. You know, the bars are closed. There's nobody on the streets except mm-hmm. for people that are doing the same thing you are. Or like tweakers that are still driving around. Yeah. You know, but there's less of them. Mm-hmm. Crashed out by then, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just calm and dark. And, and like there's just, it's just something, different vibe. You know, I mm-hmm. like that shit. But yeah, but yeah, we're getting there and like uh, Whitewater Fest is next week. Is it already? Yeah. So it's, going? it's runoff. Yeah. Next weekend? Next weekend. Okay. Saturday so I'm, Sunday, I'm, I'm daddy free that weekend. So let's make it happen. Only last year was a good time. I'm just not driving this time. Yeah. I, uh, I got to figure out how to handle it. Cause like Janice was like, well, we can just take river. Well, it's not really that kind of an event. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, that's a drinking event. Oh dude, you're walking through like last year I went, uh, I think I went with Brandon, uh, tell me where you jerk off pussy. <laughs> so this day I'm going to make fun of him because of that birthday episode yep. for him being the only guy who wouldn't tell his jerk off story. Yeah. If I don't know where you jerk off, like we're not even friends. Dude. Right? Yeah. I want to know how crazy you are. Uh, we actually walked the river all the way to the dam and then came back, found a good spot. So literally like I was balanced on one rock that was sticking out of the dirt next to the water on my ass drinking beers and then you walk back to where the people are and you're just walking through clouds of smoke and like gets people with no shirts backpacks shotgun at beers mm-hmm. like 80 people on a small rock where people are almost falling off it's and then once it's over and you get into town and it's a huge party at the mm-hmm. garden bar like i was no shit i was walking through the garden no shirt on hammered with a backpack just like yeah fucking getting down Dude, and like, the garden's a cool spot too mm-hmm. because like it has an, a small a smallish indoor bar but then the the main bar, it's called the Garden Bar because there is a a large area with four walls and no ceiling, and it's it is so dope. Cool. It is I mean, so cool. Yeah, it's almost like a little like hidden garden, foresty looking thing mm-hmm. where everybody goes to get smashed. Yeah, a lot of good looking women. Shout out to the women of Big Fork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was it was a good time. As much as I'm not trying to like draw people here, Big Fork's a cool town. It it's is a fucking because it's only really like there for tourism. And there's like some people that live there, it, but it's so small and quaint, and I just don't mm. see them expanding the town. No, they, they can't, really can't, they can't really, because the bridges and the water and mm-hmm. the river. Uh, 
Yeah, there's something about like I don't feel bad about talking about Big Fork because like at this point today, uh, all the rich people listening that want to move up here, unless you're the top ten of the people you know, you can't afford Big Fork. Yeah, I can't at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally Which looked. Is, up, that was my plan was to was get up there eventually, too, yeah. but that's just not going to happen. Yeah, yep. Uh, I just looked because uh, Zillow continues to send me updates. And it's like, hey, there's a new listing in Big Fork from Zillow. And I clicked on it. It's like, do you have five thousand I was at five million nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nope. dollars? They do have a really cool castle there though. Yeah, we should just go in on a castle. Yeah. It's right across the bridge. It's a big fucking gray stone castle. It's back. It's kinda like well, next time we go to Big Fork, I'll drive you past it because it's, it's fucking cool as shit. There's some cool woodwork out front and like it's a big stone fucking like mini castle mm-hmm. thing, but it's cool as shit. Uh, yeah, no, Big Fork's rad. There's a car show coming up. I Shindig? Think, no, it's uh, I like the I, I'm not sure where it's at, but it's a it's a county versus county car show. I think it's us and who Flathead Lincoln. Who? Really, I think it's Lincoln County. Wow. Yeah, I'm about to John Wilkes boot that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that sounds fucking cool. Uh, so there's like that's 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 where it's kind of like. I look forward to summertime. There's all the events going on because there's just not shit going on in that way. Other than like, because I don't snowboard. Like mm-hmm. I know there's stuff going on in the mountain all the time. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Like I I like the idea of winter sports, <laughs> but more often than not, if I'm doing anything in the wintertime, it's like ice fishing or like something like that, you know? I've had no four-wheel drive for two years. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just getting ready to buy my transfer case rebuild kit, put the new U-joints in my driveline, the front end, put the new front. Yeah. That, that's That's... I have let that one go. Every time I get, I mean, it's not that expensive. It's daunting. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, mind you, like, it seems like it's no big deal. No, if you have a truck up here and you don't have four wheel drive, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got stuck multiple times in the winter and now it's giving me a fucking complex. Every time like, I go wrap my brother who's got four wheel drive in that fucking crazy truck mm-hmm. that's fucking got no bald tires. He's got no exhaust from the headers back. A and, like, hole a in the bag to get truck. to the fucking fuel filter. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. So it's like, we'll start going up. Like we were going up the snow, going up uh, outside whitefish to go shoot uh, my nine. And um, I was like, hey, take her easy, buddy. Take her easy. We got to make sure we can get back down. He's like, what are you doing? And it's like, oh, I got to get that fucking truck fixed because it's really like changed my, my decision-making process. But as soon as I get that done, um, I just need a new board. Yeah. I've already, I got my boots and all that shit still. I used to snowboard every year. Uh, real quick, guy I haven't thought about in a long time. Shout out to John John Bashaw. Uh, John John was this uh, greasy, long haired, skinny kid I met when we were like 17. And in his own world, in his own lane, kind of a timid guy, but was into punk rock, loved skating. And uh, I would bring him around my friends, and he could tell the energy was too much. Yeah. And so me and him would hang out by ourselves a lot. And then he had a car at that time. I didn't. And he was like, I want to get into snowboarding. And it was like, we've already gone over all the hamburger stuff. So I'm like, I, I can fucking snowboard anything. Like, I might not be the best, but I can ride anywhere. Let's go. I taught him how to snowboard. And we went all the time. He's actually got... Uh, I remember a lot of people made fun of him back in the day, but his first tattoo on his wrist was the tabs to Die, Die, My Darling. Right on. He was a big guitar player. I thought it was fucking yeah. cool. But uh, I didn't talk to him for years. And then when we, I was like 21 or 22, I looked him up. He is a fucking, uh, he's an instructor in Tahoe. Really? I taught him on a snowboard and he lives in Tahoe and no does shit. nothing but snowboard. Dove in nuts deep and made and, it happen. Yeah. And then he skates uh, the indoor Tahoe skate parks throughout the year. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Did you know that we missed a community event? Okay, so literally, like, that is on my shit that I wrote down. 
I went to fucking uh, coffee chair that day. Really? I got food, and then on the on the uh, the t- I went to go buy my shit. She goes, "Hey, we're having a community day for the skate park. You want to round your your uh, your shit up?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." And I looked down at it. I'm like, "Oh, cool. I wonder what else is going on in town." I never saw to the right their booth. They had shirts. I could have talked there. to them. There were some cool so shirts too. And I saw them on mad. Facebook the next day. I'm yeah. So did I. I'm so mad. I wanted to talk to them. Yeah. All that stuff. Uh, but they didn't advertise it, and I no. feel like they missed an opportunity there because get they, a hold of yeah. us. <laughs> Yeah, not only like, yeah, there's, we, because yeah, we have, I've, sh- I'm almost positive we shared that to the Strange Rage page, so they've mm-hmm. seen that it was tagged, so yeah. that's kind of a bummer, not that it's up to them to get a hold of us, but by all any means, free. I, I, but yeah. Speaking for both of us out of nowhere, yeah. uh, like, I'll advertise the fuck out of that, like, we can interview you guys, like, all that stuff, like, this is a huge deal that we really support, it's good for the community, like. But they'll, they'll, they'll be back, so. I think we need to just get a hold of them at this point. Yeah, uh, I also was looking at that uh, that Facebook ad, and I uh, I saw that they had tagged a page, but the page they tagged was all gray, so I don't know if it's actually a page and they just named something real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I can get a hold of them, I would love to get a representative on here, um, and plus they're skaters, like they'll they'll come and drink beer with us. Yeah, yeah, no, it's well, let's make that happen. That bummed me out just because like I didn't get a chance to hear about it, you know. And so, like, mm-hmm. I, I felt like I dropped the ball because I know that's something where we wanted to cover anyway. But I didn't really drop the ball because I didn't know there was a ball to be dropped. Oh, <laughs> real quick, look at this first memories that popped up. Oh, look at me! Uh, everybody fly fishing. Hell yeah, dude! That was today, a year ago. So fuck. We yeah. need to go fishing. Pictures of us, uh, me and Brett and Tyler fishing last year. At and this time. I think Jack was out there. Yeah. I had Dante with me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so let me look this up real quick. You can keep talking, but uh, what am I looking for? Uh, Dreamland. I'm I'm, assu- I'm sure that we, we can Dreamland. just get a hold of them through their page. Well, that was another thing, too. I looked, and then I was like, am I not following Dreamland? And then I got on there, and I'm following it, and I didn't see any of the uh, the stuff going on. I mean, I, I understand. We got to get a hold of some of those shirts, though, because there was a couple cool ones. That black and green one was dope. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of working together to make Columbia Follows Montana Skate Park reality. Follow, yeah, see, can I click on that? Oh, I got, it. no. So there, I don't think there is a page. All right, so if you're listening to this and you have some kind of connection to these people, send me some information so I can call them. Daisy <laughs> mentioned that, uh, I think it was uh, Ryan Desenzo, maybe? One of her homies that's a pro skater is uh, getting involved in that. And that's also a guy I have followed forever. Yeah. So uh, trying to make that connection happen. I mean, she's connected enough, but she said she was literally going to film him skate for fun. Um, so hopefully you get him on there. If not... So he's in town? Uh, I don't think he's in town. Like he just cruises around, but he spends time here. All right. Well, we... Like we, Sierra Fellers and shit. Yeah. Well, we've talked about it recently mm-hmm. anyway. We're going to start having some more... Uh, guests on and doing yeah. some more interview type stuff so i uh, look forward to yeah I, I think we can get some get some skaters on here for sure that'd be that'd be a good time oh it'd be i could fucking nerd out and annoy the shit out of people yeah. <laughs> but yeah so that's definitely going on right now um i i think there uh, if what it looks like it's just seed yeah first seed money so that was the very first a bit of a bit of seed money they had for the skate park was coming from that well we'll see if we can get a link to if any of you guys want to donate um, you know, I know uh, probably a lot of you guys are not in town and so this doesn't directly affect mm-hmm. you, but I think if you're a skater out there, you know how much, uh, that would mean to any small town that doesn't have a skate park. So, I mean, well, and think about this, uh, we've, I mean, we talked about this on another episode, so I'm not going to get super into it. Dreamland is a, is the company mm-hmm. like the skate park building company. They are super reputable. I mean, you can ask any skateboarder that's 
been around for a bit and be like, well, name a skate, uh, skateboard building company. They'll go Dreamland and I don't know. Yeah. It's literally like that. So it's like, and they're doing, and this big company is doing like donation-based building. So literally, like, if your town doesn't have a skate park, support this, these people building skate parks ever uh, other places because that's how they continue to do that's it. That's how they get to you. Yeah. Like, they did my skate park in my hometown in 2001, maybe? 2002 is when they started it. And literally, like, I moved somewhere else, and now it's 20 years later, and they're doing one here. So yeah. it's like, support these people. You never know when your town's going to pop up. Yep. And it's a good cause anyway. No, it's really good for the youth around here for mm-hmm. sure. And then For sure. you stingy dickheads can just say it's a tax write-off. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> then we'll take it. We'll mm-hmm. take it. <laughs> so uh, I watched... Did you Did you ever watch Firestarter? Stephen King movie from like the... No, I didn't watch the... No, I didn't watch it. Uh, the, in the original one, like Drew Barrymore was the little girl. And mm-hmm. It was like 92, I think, like something like that when they put it out. Oh, it was one of the first been early. Maybe it was like, We didn't really just 84. I think it was 84. It was early. Yeah. Um, the new one sucks. Does it? It sucks. I don't feel like I'm like spoiling anything mm-hmm. and I'm not like going to go into detail about it. Cause honestly I was having a hard time keeping my eyes open through the whole thing, but oh, it was fuck. not good. It was, first of all, it was an hour and 34 minutes. You can't make a movie that short anymore. Nope. You can't. No. And there, and especially not something that was based off of a, you know, a book that takes close to 20 hours to read, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It, so I just finished that book and I even went into it from a place of like, I know they're going, this is an adaptation. It's mm-hmm. not going to be the book. And I'm fine with that. But it sucked. It fucking sucked, <laughs> dude. Like, Janice is like, if I had not seen the original movie, I wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. And it was kind of a different story anyway. So she still didn't really know what was going on. Sometimes that works. So I'm, I'm slowly segueing into mm. something because I finally watched Northman. Okay. I actually own it. It was. Dude, I couldn't find it online, and it was it came popped up on Amazon for like nineteen ninety nine to rent it mm-hmm. or twenty five dollars to own it. Really? Yeah, bought oh, it. Huh? That's so I cool. bought it. Um, and so what? There is a lane of film where you do this total immersion thing. A twenty four, who made that movie, is really known for doing this because they do a lot of stylistic movies, uh, period pieces, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you either spend half the movie explaining. The, the world that this movie is taking place in. Yeah. Or you take the risk in filmmaking and you don't and you dunk their head in it and they either bite or you're lost. Yeah. And I feel like Northman really did that and it and it worked. I, I think it worked for Northman too. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I feel like that movie didn't get very good reviews, but I thought at least from a place of pure, just from the cinematography alone, I mm-hmm. think it was a, it was absolutely worth seeing. Gorgeous. Um, I'm glad I saw that one in theaters. Mm-hmm. That was the first movie, and I think I said this already, but the first movie I'd seen since the beginning of the pandemic. The last really? movie I had went to in theaters was the last Star Wars. Wow. So I so same for me, mm-hmm. except for um, when I took Jack to see the new Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. Besides that, uh, I usually only at this point see things that are cult classics for mm-hmm. me. So like, my mom's boyfriend's a super busy guy. You know, we talked about it a million times. You know, shout out to Jason. Uh, he runs a business. He's always all over the world. But the one thing he loves is Star Wars. And my mom could not give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I love my mom, but she is very like, 
we've how long we've been together? It's like yeah. ten years. I how you many know movies? I don't care. I don't care about Marvel and I don't care about Star Wars. Yeah. So I'll be like sitting at the house just chilling. I don't know. I'll get this call like, please go watch Star Wars with me. And I'm like, mm. fuck yeah. So uh, the last like couple Star Wars movies to come out, me and Jason have seen together. We see all the Marvel movies together. And at the time I was when I was married, literally like I would just like my mom, my, my wife would be at my house. My mom would come over and I'd be like, you two hang out, have cutie little moments with like the Play boy, with your toes or whatever, whatever the fuck y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> and then like they'd be like okay let the boys go nerd out and so we watched all the marvel movies and all the star wars um luckily this fucking brand new tv that i'm already having problems with the payments on literally like didn't get my Citibank card so i i, I use the best buy program they created they have a deal with Citibank. Yeah. if you qualify for it you get a Citibank card it's, it's just a, a credit card program mm-hmm. but there's no interest and so i did that i never got the fucking card i had to go through like 12 lanes of uh, fucking phone shit to pay for it yeah but uh i could see every striation old boy's muscles mm-hmm. by the way traps from the tips of his shoulders to his ears oh yeah just yoked oh real quick i'm gonna bounce around a lot like these listeners don't already know uh <laughs> <laughs> um i had to continue like tyler watched it with me because i was like hey like i'm doing this uh we gotta watch it like if you want like it's gonna be really really good and like tyler like He's lived with me for, lived with me off and off for like two years now because we had a, we had a huge period of not being together, and he knows when to listen to me and when not to, and I'll pick up on it now because like he's only twenty two, but like I'll be like ranting about something, and I'll catch it and I'll go, oh, I'm being crazy, and he's like, let's go do something else. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, right on. But if I start talking about movies, Tyler listens, and he's like, okay, okay, so it's shot because like now same thing with, with MMA too because he wasn't too into it until he got around me. Now Tyler can explain every goddamn storyline to every fight that's gonna happen. But uh, as soon as I start talking about film and the way it's brought down, broken down into sound, cinematography, all that stuff, heck, he's in. So I started doing that. And he's like, okay, you got me. Let's watch it. You got it. Um, so I had to continue, uh, constantly pause the movie and explain uh, the Norse stuff to him mm-hmm. because it immerses you. Mm-hmm. It is literally like hopping into a time machine and you step out of the portal and you're in Viking world and they can't see mm-hmm. you. And there's no explanation. You're just watching people live 100% of that substance of life that they did back then mm-hmm. and so i kept pausing it like uh which i'm not going to give any spoilers away i'm not a fucking asshole but you got like one week to watch that movie yeah uh there's a moment where um the main character's dad when he comes back from war uh he's saying hello to everyone he's really treating his son as a grown man out of nowhere even saying like you know, he goes to give his son a hug and he stops and goes, I can't uh, greet you this way anymore. You're mm-hmm. a man now. And he shakes his hand, then mm-hmm. he hugs him, you know? And he gets back into his bedroom and he's hanging out with his wife. And his wife, I mean, the Vikings were very sexually liberated. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, pretty much like, come get it. And he stops. Put and goes, it in me, baby. Yep. Yeah. And, he, and he tells her no. Mm-hmm. Straight up no. And I'm watching. And you can see like Tyler's watching all these badass Vikings. And he's like, oh, they're not going to fuck? Like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, wait. And he goes like, uh, he lifts his shirt and he's got a huge wound to his abdomen that he's been hiding since he got back in this war. And he tells you, he's like, I will not die of this. There's no way I will not die with st- without cold steel in my hand. And so he's planning something. And I had to pause it and I was like, he understands that if he succumbs to this wound, he will not go to Valhalla. Mm-hmm. And so I explained Valhalla. He's not going to fuck his guts out right now. Yeah. He's got yeah. some shit to do. He's got some shit to do. <laughs> so I had to pause and explain like the way they got to Valhalla versus hell and all that stuff. And then... When it gets to the scene of, of him older with the group of guys he's been living with, I saw wolfers instantly pause. And I'm like, all right, Tyler. So the fact they're wearing wolfers and they're grown men and they're getting ready to go into battle. And he's like, okay, like they wore furs. And I'm like, yeah, but that is different. Specific- there was 
there was two levels. Mind you, this was taken from the sagas and like And not everything in this movie was completely historically accurate. There yeah, was some deviation. A lot, but yes. Yeah. yeah. Um when I saw that, I was like, we don't know if berserkers were real, but there was two different layers of berserker, and there was one directly under that was related with wearing wolf furs, mm-hmm. and then there was berserker berserkers. And then out of nowhere they which dropped. Which were more the, connected to bears. Yes, yes. And so they're wearing these wolf furs, uh, which I later found out was a clan thing. So I was like, dude, there is a chance. If we see this, we might see berserkers. I hit play and like two seconds in, they yeah. drop on all fours, they're howling, and he goes, Berserkers! I pause again. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. We're getting like a legit berserker scene. And yeah, he's dude. dude, and it was fucking rad. Yeah. So rad. And the mushrooms and that scene, that was probably my favorite scene. Well, those two, those two scenes were my favorite mm. when he was, when he scaled the walls well, and then they did the whole siege on that town. And that then, was and rad. Mushroom, oh, dude, the, the guy on his back just sticking himself. Yeah. Uh, no, well, there, there's the other scene. You don't see them. They, it's like an ayahuasca mushroom tea kind of mm-hmm. thing they do with the father and son mm-hmm. with Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Oh my, oh dude, did you catch the, uh, uh, the Willem Dafoe, um, later on reference of, uh, oh, I forgot his name. Mimir. Mm-mm. So Mimir had his head cut off. And he was the one that showed Odin all the truths. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when he when that other yeah, shaman pulls up Willem Dafoe's yeah. head, I, I paused it. I was like, "Mamir, I didn't. That is a Mamir reference." And then he like That's laughs, funny. and you can't understand what he's saying for a bit because he's all fucked up. Yeah. And he mentioned you hear him say the word Mamir. Yeah, and so literally he had sacrificed this other shaman, which, as far as I know, is blasphemy as a motherfucker. But. uh he had his head still, and then he talks to the head, and I'm like, "That's fucking Mimir!" Like yeah. that was a really cool moment. Yep, yeah, that was, dude. Yeah, I think that was a fantastic. <laughs> that I don't think it was, you know, that movie wasn't as popular as Marvel movies, but fucking Doctor Strange has gotten spoiled from like the day after it came out. I am trying so hard not to yeah. watch any of that. There's there's parts that I have already like Jim's been subjected to on accident, huh? Jim's in it. Yeah, that's the that's that's one of the things that people spoiled immediately, which uh-huh. which I think is kind of a small Thank detail. You, so whatever. Dylan, <laughs> did you do? Oh, no, really? Dylan instantly was like, <laughs> "Check this out, bro!" And I was like, "Cause I, well, I I spoiled the the Professor X moment. Uh huh. I, I was so happy about that. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't watched any of it. I just know he's in it. The original okay. actor from X Men is playing really? Professor X right in on. a yellow wheelchair. Fuck the yeah. yellow wheelchair. Like, fuck yeah. Okay. <sighs> Wow, that's another one that I hope that they just do right this time. Well, little known fact for all you little Marvel nerds out there. So, uh, everyone knows that X-Men and uh, Spider-Man was owned by Sony. And they have really just fucked fans on that. Now, I'm not one to step in front of someone else and be like, don't make money. But there needs... It's the same way we talked about last episode with like realtors selling away our valley. But at the same time, like... I mean, they're making money and, mm-hmm. and they have families. So mm-hmm. it's like this weird, like you shouldn't fucking do that. But at the same time, what would I do if I had to feed my family? Mm-hmm. So like the Sony thing. Well, Marvel has been trying to get X-Men for decades now. Did you know that uh, from the moment they entered, the very first moment they introduced uh, Thanos, that you can visually see the X-Men back door? They left a back door in, in the, the movies to where if they could at any point get X-Men in, they're already established. You know what it was? Thanos has three scars on his face. Okay. And that's from Wolverine's claws. Okay. Now, I don't remember 100% if uh, Infinity War and and, and, uh, Endgame show it, if they had kind of given up by then. But the first like four times you ever see Thanos, he has the three scars on his face. And that is a back door in case they ever got the rights to X-Men, they could push him in and have an origin lined up. Well, I mean, yeah, because they... 
they've they sprinkled a couple things in because like Deadpool's not super connected, but he's in the same he universe. Is and he isn't, yes. And so like X Men has been brought in, in but such that was a way. after yeah. the original couple times we saw Thanos. Yeah. Um, so like there's, yeah, I think, I think it'll happen eventually and that'll mm-hmm. be fucking dope. Cause cause there, people are talking about fucking Daniel Radcliffe taking over as Wolverine. I am cautiously optimistic about that. I think that is a perfect analogy, right? Like you build something for your truck and then you want to like paint it up or something. You're like, oh, I got only these couple colors in the garage. I want to spend money. You end up using what you have. And you're like, fuck, I didn't want to use those colors, but goddamn, does that look good? Mm-hmm. That is definitely one of those moments. Um, he could do great or he could fucking suck. Yeah, but I've been so... I think that he plays crazy really well. He's shown that really, Which like is a what lot I in the last want. few years. I yeah. really want um, a little bit more Primal Logan. I've been really leaning into... Did you watch Guns Akimbo? <laughs> okay, so I tried. Okay. Uh, I should watch it now. Yeah. Um, I was married at that time. Okay. And I had subjected my wife at the time, who was not a film person. She was into music a little bit, but not like I was. Like I'm obsessive over the things I like. And so uh, I made her watch every Daniel Radcliffe movie that came out after Harry Potter. And after she watched the one where he was riding the fucking, oh, he was the dead guy on the island. Yeah, as a Swiss Army man. Swiss yeah. Army man, right? Yeah. Which I, the whole time. He's as done a, some weird shit in the last yeah, few the, years. The, 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 uh, he did the walrus? The one with the walrus tusk. No, that was. Uh, that was uh, so he did another one where he was a lobster or something like that. He, he did one like that. He also did a movie where he played something like that. He did Horns. Horns might have been it. Um, he's done a bunch of different things. But anyway. Horns so was we, weird. That might be what you're thinking of. When I watched that, uh, I, I I really like, like Chuck Palahniuk or uh, Palahniuk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Chuck P. Uh, Chuck P. Uh, I like his because his books because he can take the most disgusting things and, and make beauty out of mm-hmm. it. And I can see the beauty through that darkness. So when I watched that, I was like, this is fucking weird, but I know what they're trying to do mm-hmm. and I appreciate it. Whereas yeah. she is as uh, uh, intellectually deep as a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> so all she was like, why is this fucking dead good farting and like talking to a guy? Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And that so was like, a weird fucking concept. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. But uh, so when Guns Akimbo came out, I was like, do you want to watch Harry Potter Gun Hands? And she's like, no, <laughs> no. And then like 12 times, I was like, you want to watch a movie? She's like, absolutely, Jackson Sleep, let's do this. And I was like, Harry, <laughs> this new movie, Harry Potter has gun hands. <laughs> this new movie, Harry Potter plays a Swiss Army dead man. But I, I tried and tried, and she was like, got so mad. Like, no, I'm not doing it. So I never watched it. So I need to. Um, I know you talked about it for a while. Yeah, it was good. And I think, yeah, go ahead, go back and watch it because he he still plays that kind of like slightly effeminate like sickly dude you know in that film but he plays crazy really well and like deranged mm-hmm. like cuz yes. he just gets like further and further like, he's just being chased the whole movie and he's like losing blood and like so he just gets fucking nuts you know what i mean and so i can i can see that translating in some way to a dark wolverine mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm trying to find there was a movie he did recently so as I you're doing that, enjoyed. Dylan had a theory that uh, what they're act- the way they're going to bring the X Men is by setting up giant X Men, and that's how they can put a couple members in at once in this timeline, to where like the original members are all stuck on that island, and then that's when they picked up Nightcrawler and Wolverine and all of them, and like that's how they could do that because because you have to explain where they were in the snap. Yeah, you you you're telling me the save some of the savers of the universe are just not going to notice when half the people go away. Oh yeah. Or when Thanos came, you're like, like there, there's so much they would have been involved in. Same thing with the Eternals. Yeah. 
which was good. If you haven't watched yet, you should really watch the Eternals. You know, yeah. So they're, I don't know. That could go in a lot of directions. We spend a lot of time on Marvel. <laughs> Not give a fuck, dude. <laughs> fuck, I'm trying to find this movie that I was talking about, and I can't, can't think of what it was. Yeah, I, 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 Guns Akimbo alone, I think will kind of show you what, like, a little bit more about his range. But I think it could work. I think it could work. Mm-hmm. It would be weird just because he's like, you don't think of him as like a big tough guy by any means. And so he'd have to put on some muscle for sure. Yeah. But I could, after that, I could kind of see it. And I think if you're going to, you know, um, fuck, what was his name? Yeah, Hugh Jackman was such like an iconic Wolverine. You would have to depart a little ways from his character to make that happen again. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's just going to be compared, you know what I mean, to Jackman's yeah. Wolverine. Which he did amazing. A fantastic, perfect, mm-hmm. perfect, literally perfect. I can't think of anyone better suited to play that role. Suited. Hey. <laughs> uh, here we go. So, uh, Daniel Radcliffe has had a couple of different uh, things I've, made. That looks good. Apparently, he has tried on suits already. Um, he has not been cast. So, this is uh, as of this month. Um, so it looks like it, it is a possibility. Um, I think we could see him as a younger version, which is weird because they're going to have to do something mm-hmm. and they do something all the time. Uh, well, but Logan's not in the same universe. Logan isn't, but still at the age. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Radcliffe is still a bit young. I think he could do it. They would have but to put him on all his, the Mexican supplements. He's in his mid thirties. Is he now? Yeah. <laughs> Bread of chaos episode, but uh, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, so, fuck. Uh, hmm. Oh, this what comes out this uh, is it Thursday or Friday? Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. It's Friday. Uh-huh. Friday it comes out. Uh, we've been waiting, fuck, a year at least for this. Long, long time. To watch this. Uh, I'm so excited. We get two episodes. Mm-hmm. We get two episodes. Um, and the same week, you know what else comes out? Uh, yeah, something. Stranger Things. Yeah. Yes. That was the other one I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the, the episode lengths on some of those? I have not. So they're, they're only doing, they're doing nine episodes, which is one so more than the last the season. Yes. But, well, this is the last season. Mm-hmm. They've already established that. Okay. Um, Smart. However, because I mean, there's been a big time gap, you know, mm-hmm. they're doing nine episodes. There was only eight in the last season and it's going to be in two parts. So it's going to be like a part season, part one, season part two mm-hmm. kind of thing. Oh, okay. So you're going to do a mid season finale probably. But there are, I think someone will die. Yeah. Um, there are at least three episodes that are over an hour and a half long. And the last one supposedly is two and a half hours. Holy it's shit. A, it's a feature length film. I'm stoked. Yeah. Absolutely. So when I started hearing that kind of stuff, because all of every one of the episodes is well over an hour, mm-hmm. all of them. And some of them are an hour and 45 to two hours. And the last one's two, two and a half. That's going to be so good. Yeah. That's a lot of time to fill in everything we need. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, you know, they've, they've taken this much time, but I, th- I think they're going to get, we're going to get a product that is worthy of that. And I'm excited. I'm so excited. And apparently there's a comic series out. I can see that. That uh, talks about what happened in the Upside Down during the first season. Really? Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick that up. I'm gonna pick that up. Hell yeah, dude! That's gonna be rad. 
Fuck, we have just made a big turn into nerd shit for a while. Um, bear hunting. Guess who didn't send me the coordinates? Really? Yeah. Okay. And guess who posted a Snapchat at like fucking eight o'clock? Did he get one? No. Oh. Just a picture of a lake. Okay. No, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't going to go hunt. Is that where Tyler's at right now? Yeah. Okay. So Reese and his homie were bear hunting. Um, I think I think it's really the homie and Reese was trying to hop in, kind of learn. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler was <laughs> Tyler went by to do fly rod. He's like, I'm just going to practice fucking casting in camp till we get back from hunting. And I'm like, you're going to snag that bitch in a tree, stop and drink beer the rest of the time. That sounds fine. Which is great. Yeah. That's, yeah. That sounds. That sounds awesome. <laughs> um, I think we have like two, three weeks left. Um, do you have your tags? No, I haven't bought them yet. Can you? Uh, I can buy them on Wednesday. Okay, let's mm-hmm. do that. Let's make it. Let's make a push for it. I got the rifle out. We'll uh, go try to get us a bear. I'll, I'll split them all tags. Hell yeah, dog! We'll make Pretty a cool. cut. We'll cut it. We'll cut it in half, and then we'll buy a sweatshirt and cut that in half, and we'll make a half sweatshirt, half bear rug coat. And that's what we'll podcast in for the rest of ever. Welcome to Strange Range. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be badass. I definitely want to do something with it. I, I want to make, make moccasins. Make some stew, bro. Fuck, moccasins would be dope. With the feetsies, with the claws, clickety-clack, mm-hmm. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about it. It's like, there's no way you can't print out templates for fucking moccasins. Yeah. Uh, I want to make, because like, I've been wearing the same slippers for fucking, like, six years now and they're really dying i'm like holding off if you don't just start wearing a bear claw necklace all the time i don't know what you're doing i'm so in you should do that dude i'm absolutely doing that you should that. be bear claw necklace guy start Cut wearing to, rawhide it's just me and chase in the woods and he's holding a, a dead claw and he's like i don't want to do it i'm like scratch my fucking face chase <laughs> we'll make up the story i got it i got the fucking face take the whole paw and fuck i'll do it I'll act like i'm not gonna do it <laughs> friendship yeah yeah, don't even give me those ideas. That sounds awesome. So we've talked about like if you could have one cool injury, what would it be? And it's always been the eye scar. Yeah. Have you ice seen the videos cool, of guys I, uh, tattooing eye scars? Yeah, I've I've also got a buddy that has a eye scar scarification, <laughs> which looks more legit. But, That's cool, but is still fake. You know, is it on the eyelid? Because yeah. at that point it's like, no. how do you not take too much eyelid? No, I it's think it's, I think it skips body. the eye. Yeah, I think it skips. It goes down to like the bottom of the brow. Oh, perfect. And then hits like at the top of the cheekbone. I would do that. I would down. actually. I would do that for sure. And then I want um because I don't smile normally. <laughs> I grin when I smile. Yeah. And so I always show my left incisor. I want that yanked and having a silver one put in. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. So the eye scar, silver incisor. Sick. Dude. You look so mysterious. Yeah, I'm slaying all the girls with daddy problems. Sit down at the bar and everyone's like, what's up with that guy? That man's lived lives. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should definitely uh, definitely get on that. And then if I can get this fucking arm to stop being a bitch, I can start shooting my bow again. I was shooting my bow. And then now I'm like, what happens if I pull my bow back and my arm just shifts forward like two inches? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, Tis the season. So yeah, next week, watch out for coverage from Whitewater Festival in Big Fork. That's going to be a good time. And just like we talked about it already, but like uh, Big Fork puts on a festival. This the, the whole thing is like it's this right now is the beginning of runoff. Kind of. It's we're kind of halfway through runoff now because it started a little bit earlier than it started snowing again. So like we're going to get another little runoff. But anyway, the water should start clearing up big. soon. It's still big right now. Yeah. Tyler was like, man, you know, there's no flow, right? And I'm like, it's. It's blown out. Shut the fuck up, Tyler. He's like, yeah, I know. It's blown out, dude. And I'm like, chocolate milk. And he's like, yeah, I know. There's no... Do you understand? Yeah, no. Just trying to to be a cunt to my brother. I'm like, do you understand how that works? Love you, boy. The tributaries. (laughs) But uh, no, what we should do is uh, uh, 
get our strange range shirts and wear those when we go. Yeah. If we're matching, someone will ask. Yeah. No, I'm down for that. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, speaking of merch, I have a very small supply of stickers. Mm -hmm. But why don't we just do this? Um, First five people that message the page after this episode drops, I'll send something out to you. Fuck yeah. You know, and it'll be random. I've got a couple... A couple big stickers, and then I've got a bunch of like four by four white Strange Range logo stickers. So it'll it'll just I'm, I'll just randomly send something out. But the first five people that send in a message to the page, uh, yeah, mention stickers and I'll send them out to you. Tuesday, uh, I have money in 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 my account right now to do the QR code stickers. Okay, hundred percent have it. I want to get a hundred made. I think we should go two by two. Mm-hmm. which is a, is a good size, okay. super scannable. Let's do that now. And then um, as soon as we get them done, then we can start sticking them everywhere. Mm-hmm. If I go to Big Fork, I want to stick it. Yeah. So by the way, if you see green uh, QR codes, scan that shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So that's that's coming out. If you live in the area, you'll see my rig driving around. I've got a silver Jeep that has a big Strange Range logo on the window. Yeah. I'll have I'll have a code on there. Um, at in least, a couple at days, least mine will be set up. Yep. So, and that's one of the stickers. If you see that, that big green sticker, that's one of the ones I'll send out randomly. So maybe you'll get that one. Fucking hit me up. That's crazy. Cause like, you're only going to see me and chase actually driving around with those strange range stickers. So whoever has the, the, you know, the mm-hmm. other big one, it's a big deal. It's a big deal, bud. Big deal. Yep. So we're, we got that coming up. I think we're going to get another run of shirts this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, start ramping some shit up, hitting some shows. We missed a show yesterday. I couldn't go. Yeah. Daisy, I keep telling you, you make shows. You ask me if I want to go. You only hit me up on the weekends I have my son. Yeah. My, my weekends alternate, and it never changes. Start promoting them for the other weekend. About Taylor four Tailor it to Brett's schedule. God damn it. Dude, it's been like her last four shows are all on weekends I can't go. And this is the fourth one. She's like, are you going? And I'm like, I'm not going to respond. <laughs> it's less awkward, I want to go see the, I want to go see the fucking Weaponeers, of yeah. course. But yep. so. Shout out to those guys. Weaponeers are badass. Uh cool that they're playing again i didn't think i was going to see that happening so that's rad did you know that uh, and we're going to wrap this up here in a minute but weapon here's the last time that they were i mean pre-pandemic before everyone kind of stopped playing for a while there was some other shit there but they had uh, yeah boy they had <laughs> set up a fund with a tattoo artist in the valley oh i heard about that yeah so they they uh they put some money down and their logo was basically just a w with a with an arrow through it. And so they said, if you come down to this artist and ask for it, we'll throw a fucking Weaponeers logo on you. Wherever you want. Wherever you Hell want. Yeah. On us. Super cool marketing. There's a bunch of people running around with that logo on them right now. And that band hasn't played for a year and a half. That's so sick. At least. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we should definitely do that with Strange Range down the road. Uh, yeah, I'm into that. Uh-huh. I'm into that. We'll have to come up with a simpler logo, but do, do some kind of flash something or other. That yeah. would be sick. We could that absolutely do that. Fucking A. Oh, dude. Summer's approaching. Big things on the horizon. Super excited. This is going to be a good year, dude. So we've kind of, I guess, I guess we've kind of already touched on it a little bit, but do you have any uh, suggestions before we wrap up here? Uh, um, let me think. Uh, have I read any books recently? Uh, besides the, you know, the, the Chuck P books I read, I've already talked about those. Um... Bands, I'm still listening to the same shit. Lots of Holy Locust, uh, Days and Days. Um, I'm kind of dry right now. You know, so this was this is something that everybody's already talked about in the last uh, probably two weeks here. 
but My Chemical Romance dropped a song. Really? It's a shoegaze song. Shoegaze. So it's much more like a post-black metal, um, droney fuzz. It's what? fucking cool, dude. And people are so fucking mad Same about singer? that. Yeah. And in fact, so I think I sent you a track, but Gerard Way had done a uh, a song with a black metal band recently, and he did black metal vocals on it, and it was fucking badass. I could see him doing that. It's really good. So I don't know you if know you he's listened. related to Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, um, I don't know if you listened to their their first album. Um, uh, you brought me your bullets. I brought you my love. Or no, I brought you my bullets. You brought. I've me only my heard love. Yeah. a handful of scattered songs. So I'll sh- I'll show you when we wrap up here. I'll show you a video real quick mm-hmm. because it'll give you an idea of what that was about. But that was a, a heavier album. Yeah. Not what they're doing now. So this is, I love shoegaze. It's, it's a fucking, it's a genre that maybe a lot of people won't be into. I have no idea what that is. I think it's fantastic. I'll, I'll give you some, some <laughs> e- examples and you'll go down the rabbit hole, I think. Mm. But uh, it's from a production standpoint, people are pissed, either pissed off about it or really stoked. The guys that wanted to see My Chemical Romance do like a Bring Me the Horizon thing where they go like super produced fucking, you know, stadium music kind of mm-hmm. stuff are really mad about it. They're like, I wanted to hear it with clarity and blah, 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 blah. I am really happy about it. I happen to like that kind of music. I think they went in a direction that I will like from a more grown up standpoint, I would like to listen to the mm-hmm. music, the lyrical content. I think Gerard Way is a fantastic writer anyway. So I'm happy about what he did lyrically on that one track as an example for what's happening in the future. Um, so I guess that's my suggestion and that's my reasoning for why I like it versus why you're seeing a lot of people that are bitching about it. But I'm also, and Brett knows this about me, I listen to things uh, that are audio related from a very, very critical standpoint. Oh I yeah. Mean, I listen to podcasts. I'm critiquing their production all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there's people out there like, oh, yours is not the best. Well, I've got a limited <laughs> amount of money to make this happen. It's not and it the sounds best pretty fucking good. Yet. But also, fuck you. That's still something that I'm <laughs> like, I enjoy. Um, if you listen to that last episode, we have a, a whiz bang app, uh, ad at the beginning, put a bunch of time into the production on that. So like that, I, I, that's the kind of stuff I like. I like creative production. And I think that that falls under what they're kind of doing a little bit. And I'm just excited about it. You know what? Uh, one thing that I noticed that what I pay attention to, cause both of us, uh, we listen to a lot of podcasts and I, I tend to watch some sometimes when I have free time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look at their way, their ability to create bits and segue and stuff like that. And I, I think that there's certain people, I like Santino mm-hmm. is awesome. Hold on a second. Uh, pretty chaos. Hold on, bud. Give me five minutes. I'll be in there. Um, but their their ability to segue, the way they create bits, and if you watch certain podcasts, Santino's a pro about that. Dude, shit, the last couple episodes mm-hmm. were so good, mm-hmm. man. And anytime that he does a uh, little Black Magic's voice, mm-hmm. I hey, yo, Santino, what's up? Yeah. Like, so funny. Yep. So funny. And of course, you can't find any of that stuff when you try to show it to somebody. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's kind of what I pay attention to. But now I'll watch uh, a lot of videos on YouTube because I kind of use YouTube like people use cable TV. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have like my algorithm is set to my weird dorkiness. It's, it's like historical battles, skateboarding, guns, uh, you know, uh, music. It, it is very specific. But I started getting into uh, for some reason divers uh, breaking down diving videos. Okay, and it's like professional divers, and a lot of them happen to do with like some of the most dangerous dives in the world, finding mm-hmm. you know seeing bodies down there and stuff. And uh, so you can't see it, but I'm going to do what these guys are doing. And this is what Chase has worn off on me when it comes to sound and production quality. 
The mic is not. Do you hear how this sounds different? Yeah. These guys are talking to the side of the mic. Uh-huh. Or you'll face the mic towards your face, and they'll turn their face away and talk the whole. And it's just like, I swear to God, if there is a producer, he's gonna fucking chew yeah. your ass. Yeah. Because uh-huh. that's why I like uh, Chrissy Chaos. Like they purposely just kind of let the production be what it is. Uh-huh. But homeless pimp is constantly like talking to the mic, talking yep. to the mic, talking yep. to the mic. <laughs> And he's also, it's funny, you can hear the inflection in his voice, because he knows if you fucking piss off the main talent, yeah, there is no show. Yeah. So he's trying to be very nice. Like, you hear it with young Jamie a lot, where he's like, very not trying to piss off Joe. Excuse me, can you just, can you just, please turn the mic here? <laughs> but like, that's a real, don't touch my toes. That's okay. a weird, <laughs> Jay's playing footsie with me. But yeah, like. Yeah, and homeless pimp, dude. I'm hearing more and more about him now. I come to realize that he uh, he does all the recordings for all the New York comedians. I want to meet that dude. So the guy bad. is a celebrity on the on the. Oh, dude, to just sit down with that guy and mm-hmm. soak up his knowledge, mm-hmm. dude. Homeless pimp, hit me. The I was fuck about, up, bro. I was about to say, and if you don't know who homeless pimp is, you need to listen to the podcast that he has a hand in, mm-hmm. um, especially the Chrissy Chaos. Yeah, and he and he's got a lot of them because I mean he also so he does Chrissy Chaos. He also does uh, the one that he does with uh, Sal. Uh, hey babe. Hey babe. Yeah. Yep. And um, then um, he did he did Chris Stefano's uh, recent well both of his both of his uh, comedy specials. How'd you feel with the last one? I liked it. I did too. I did too. I think he came off a little uh, soft and. T- timid a little bit. I think that like he was kind of worried at first because he. Uh, that's a guy that's like I've listened to enough he's hours. An anxious of him. son of a bitch. That is a gigantic man who's very self conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you listen to the way he talks about his dad, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people whose parents or family members really nitpicked him, mm-hmm. they are worried about getting nitpicked at his adults. I think he was a slow opener. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Christina P's new one? No. Is, where's it out at? I just hit Netflix. Okay. Um, if, I'll watch that when I get home. We don't uh, promote a lot of other podcasts. Not being cunts. It's just, um, it's a doggy dog market out there, you know? Yeah, Coca-Cola ain't pr- promoting Pepsi. Exactly. But there are certain podcasts we do, uh, and one of which is your mom's house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is an absolute masterpiece of a podcast. They, I mean, they are amazing at what they do, and they only get better. Groundbreaking as well. Um and so she is uh, Tom Segura's uh, wife. She does that podcast as well. Um, it was good. It was good at moments. Uh, she got serious at times that I thought was really good. Uh, but she has, and I think this is cool because uh, if you listen to any comedian talk, they will tell you, they'll tell you that they tell other comedians don't date comedians. Everyone is damaged. It's just a big pool of fucked up people that are making funny stuff, and those relationships never work out. And they are the unicorns of that world because they've been married for like, well, they've been together for like ten years mm-hmm. while they were kind of coming up together. And and he all came that shit. up faster. Yeah, and he got better. And she, instead of being mad that Tom is way more successful, she's kind of leaning into. I still get to do comedy as a professional and raise a family. Mm-hmm. I get to choose when I go on tour. Mm-hmm. So there are moments in that where she literally just does whatever the fuck she wants, whether or not you think it's funny. Inflections, the way she picks on certain people or certain topics, like, cancel me. I don't care. My life's great. She's fucking rocked up. If you push that bitch into the ocean, she'd fucking sink. The amount of diamonds on her is insane. Hell yeah. And unless you listen to the podcast, you would know that she is an OG goth girl, very goth. And like she comes out in like a, a full pink suit with uh, uh, diamonds around the edge of the lapel and then fucking black combat boots. Hell yeah. And so it's like Hell she's yeah. and she's older than him All by right, like 10 years almost. Yeah. 
And uh, so you, especially with my new TV, you can definitely tell that she's getting older. Yeah. But she's cool as shit. I, I thought it was good. I definitely thought that, like, I, because of the situation like that, that she's a, that she's able to kind of just do whatever she wants and not worry about being a super successful comedian. And then she does a lot of your mom's house uh, um, inside jokes. Mm. And literally points at the crowd and goes, that's for you. That one's for you because yep. there's a lot of your mom's house jeans in the, in the crowd. All right, we're going to wrap this yeah, up. I got a uh, yellow <laughs> kid in the background. <laughs> One last comment. So they opened a, uh, a a place that does pedicures and cocktails at the same time. Man, you said pedicures. You want to go? The next word was cock. We're going? I mean, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, those two things hooked you, right? I have. Okay, listen. <laughs> I have never done a pedicure. Me neither. Um, but I've gotten drunk a lot of times, so I'm good at that. Uh, many, many times, my mom's like boyfriend's been like, look, dude, I'm not into it either. But I've gone like, just go with me. My, my sister's boyfriend's been like, who is a redneck ex-marine dude? And he's like, I ain't like that shit. Makes the girls happy and fuck my feet are soft. You should go. And I, every time I'm like, I don't want someone touching my feet. Yeah, but we can do it while getting drunk. But this is the thing. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm yeah. in. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, baby. Let's go. <laughs> All right, it's episode 35, Strange Range. We will be back and strange again next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wrong hand, bud. <laughs>